0: Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? Well, you can experience the conference championships with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, those are legs running, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Even when you're sleeping, if you can multitask. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code DNBR. DNBR. DNBR for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We're gonna we're gonna give it a good old fashioned 13 second try today. Will
1: good old-fashioned
0: reach around yeah you know you can't do in 13 seconds is a podcast because that it would just be a commercial and we're already running over for 13 seconds that's how quickly it should move anyway i'm Brandon perna here with will keys and uh we got a we got three coaching choices narrowed down For the Broncos, we're going to talk about that today, which guys we like, how everybody on the internet doesn't know a damn thing about coaches, and how painful it was to see the Chiefs maybe beat the Bills. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure you use code DNBR when you sign up, and of course, my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. Got a football hangover? Because the Chiefs bested the storybook bills, we'll cure it with some organic, ethically sourced craft coffee. Benchwarmerbrew.com. Uh, if you want to make sure you're supporting me and not Will at all, you buy my coffee. You buy mm-hmm.
1: my coffee. That yeah, all right the coffee money funnels right into the Not Will Fund. Mm hmm.
0: Now, Will, let's talk about the Broncos coaches in a second because I was live streaming during the Chiefs-Bills game. Uh, I really live vicariously through the Bills in the postseason. I'm learning that's a dangerous that's a dangerous <laughs> team to bet it's on. It's a good way to get your park. heart broken. Yeah, good way to get my heart broken, but it uh, sounds like you were taking it pretty hard. Sounds like you were a little more emotionally involved in that game than you imagined. Yeah, I I
1: think I was. I was rooting for the Bills like they were the Broncos Broncos. for for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I tried. I tried to stay even headed. I was very. I was very even during the earlier game, the Bucks Rams game, and obviously I was 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 rooting for the Rams. Yeah, (laughs) but you know, I mean. The Chiefs are my Tom Brady, personally, and, and I don't like Tom Brady. You know, it's, Yeah, that's fair. Get
0: that squared away. But, no, as the game went on... It's like choosing of, between, it's like, do I like having diarrhea more or vomiting more? They right. both, you don't like either, but you're probably, depending no. on your personality, you're going to pick one over the other.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're going to pick diarrhea because then at least you can sit down and be on your phone. Uh, for the duration of that <laughs> well, it
0: depends on how serious it is Will. depends
1: how serious yeah no you're, you're exactly right um but yeah after the the Micole hardman touchdown i was like okay i and i tweeted it i tweeted the bills are not a serious team i saw and that. i felt like that it felt oh. like this was okay this is gonna be just a replay of the afc championship game last year the the Chiefs are going to pull away. There's no point in getting invested in the rest of this game. And then one play later, Josh Allen goes 75 yards to Gabriel Davis. We've got a game. that We have one of the best back and forths of all time. Um, Buffalo inexplicably decides, okay, we're going to kick a touchback. We're going to give them the yeah. full 13 seconds. They've got three timeouts. We're going to play like we're up four for some reason instead of three. They were doing like the picket fence defense, which does not work. If, you know, if the other team can tie the game with a field goal. Um, so that didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Maybe they were playing for overtime. That might explain it. <laughs> Maybe they were just happy to get out of regulation. Uh, without allowing a last second touchdown from the Chiefs. Uh, but A, I just want to say totally heartbreaking, very heartbreaking, uh, exhilarating, but as much of a letdown as it was, um, you know, a roller coaster ride of a football game. Yeah. And then the second thing that <laughs> that game made me feel was like this sense of despair. Knowing how good of a quarterback you have to have
0: to compete in the AFC. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! Like thinking <laughs> about freaking Burrow to Herbert; those are the those are the the low end guys re- currently. And yeah. then it's Josh Allen and Mahomes, and it's just like, oh god! It was like the first half of that game. I was like, man, Mahomes is playing. The best quarterback I've seen all season, or best postseason, and then the second half, I was like, "No, Josh Allen's playing the best quarterbacking I've seen <laughs> exactly. all postseason." And rewatching today, like the the couple of the runs Mahomes had stuck out in that, like he's looking to pass, looking to pass, and then he wiggles his way out of pressure and then just takes off. It was really impressive. And then Josh Allen on that two-point conversion, he almost took like a 17-yard loss before he like came back around and then found Gabe Davis in the back of the end zone. It was just insanity. And the reason like it, like I was live streaming and it was pretty cool because so many people were watching. Uh, it was just kind of crazy. But so like I was in a good mood regardless But the thing I took away from it is like Josh Allen's going to be around for a while. And I think anybody who had questions about how good he is, like that's gone. Even though the Buffalo Bills lost his last drive, less than a minute to score a touchdown to take back the lead. That's like that's as legendary of a drive as you can have. Like we John Elway's um whole career in mystique started on a 98 yard drive where the broncos had 5 minutes you know what i mean <laughs> right, like, right the nfl's different obviously now um because you're you're not allowed to actually play defense in the final 2 minutes of a football game it's prohibited uh so like i don't know what either team was doing defensively those last two two series but it was just insane quarterbacking and i was like man josh allen's just as good as mahomes and the week before we were debating on like which guy would you want and it was like this is so close it just like confirmed it and since i was live streaming during that game i found myself more em- emotionally involved in the rams game which surprised me and it was one because yes i really really wanted to see tom brady lose but i found myself pulling so hard for von miller and mm-hmm. even Matthew Stafford, that uh, I was like, man, I am a bigger Rams fan <laughs> than I thought right now, because I wanted to see it, but also because that game almost fell apart in the most classic Tom Brady fashion, where all of a sudden, literally everything goes his way, everything, yeah. and none I mean, of it was Brady Matthew was even missing
1: fault. missing guy, wide open guys on fourth down, yeah, like Brady was. You know, metaphorically speaking, he was fumbling away opportunities, while the Rams, it, you know, they had Crisco on the ball. They were literally fumbling away opportunities, or you know, just snapping the ball twenty yards uh, past the quarterback, yeah. too. I that game, it felt like you know Cam Akers fumbles at the end of the first half, and you go, "Oh, damn, that's a bad sign," because it's not, it's a matter of, you know, when, not if the Buccaneers are going to lead a comeback and all you can do is just hope that you've padded yourself enough with a yeah. with a good sizable lead. Turns out the Rams had just enough. Plus they got uh, some, they got a really, really clutch yeah. throw from Stafford at the end. And obviously yeah. that, that was the difference maker. Um, but I mean, two incredible, uh, incredible games for really really good games i thought the yeah. the saturday games were they were entertaining games i thought not as high scoring obviously not entertaining in the um you know modern sense of the word but just hard
0: fought games yeah and, the Bengals uh, game was fun it, it was like a game where you got nine sacks on one yeah, side it's just it, it's fun to watch three picks you're like man a lot of shit's happening and that's like that's fun defensive football Mm -hmm. it's not like just three and out versus three and out versus three and out it's like oh things are happening sacks all that stuff um the and with the rams my takeaway there was like the defensive front can be so dominant for la that if push comes to shove in a Super Bowl against the Chiefs, I feel like they can get it done. Um, mm-hmm. The question, like, I don't know with how the Rams' secondary is going to match up with all of the Chiefs players, but if you can get to Mahomes and actually, like, tackle him, which the Bills were not able to do, maybe they stand a chance. And that game was, like, like, the whole idea, you know, that there are forces working outside of our understanding to guide tom brady to super bowls whether it's satan or god it was like the devil was giving him chance after chance but tom brady's finally like just a little bit too old and he just couldn't make it happen yeah (laughs) he was like like "Here's, here's a cooper cup fumble and they settle for what they settle for a field goal after the Cooper Cup fumble. It's like, well, okay, well, here's another Cam Akers. F- Here, I'm going to fumble it over Matthew yeah. Stafford. It's like, damn it, Tom, this is the devil. I need <laughs> you to convert one of these opportunities.
1: Yeah. Matt Gay was the first kicker since like the 1970s to be short on a 47 yarder. Yeah. Like just stuff that never happens no. anymore. I mean, um, when I would Tom Brady's say that- away.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would say the snap, the bad snap rarely happens, but we obviously saw that happen in Super Bowl 48. We saw it happen last year to the Steelers,
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it is uh, is all too common. But yeah, I mean, I just wanted to say like, it just hammers home the point that good is not good enough anymore. You have to have an exceptional talent at quarterback, uh, which is why the Broncos need to take a swing on Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Or draft a quarterback with your first pick. Mm-hmm. You have to take a big swing. Yeah. There's no more there's no more Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo. just not not going to cut it anymore. And furthermore yeah.
0: as Jimmy Garoppolo got the win against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Bizarre yeah. <laughs> but it's not, but you, like you know that that's, that's not the anomaly. That's the anomaly. It is the
1: anomaly. It is the exception that proves the rule um dude i was thinking what, the, sitting, what right? you
0: just said i was literally thinking about like 10 minutes before the podcast when i was finishing up my workout which yes. by the way i thought i strained a muscle in my leg turns out i just have a giant ingrown hair on my inner thigh <laughs> That's <laughs> like, got to be oh, pretty big then like this really hurts and then i like pulled my shirt i was like oh it's just a fucking hair but anyway c- continue
1: i really yeah, yeah. Your thoughts there. No, no, I thought that was uh, pertinent to the conversation. I – another thing stuck out to me, and that's that Sean McDermott got bounced last night. That means the four remaining head coaches are Zach Taylor, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay. What do they all have in common? All four are offensive head coaches. Yeah, I think it's something like that. The Broncos have narrowed it down to three head coaches per sources. You got Dan Quinn. He is a defensive head coach. Nathaniel Hackett. He's now available as the Packers have been eliminated from the postseason. He is an offensive head coach, offensive coordinator, non play calling. Another non play calling offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell. His team is still in the playoffs. His scheme and his game plan were excellent against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers had one job, and that was to cover Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup was still getting wide open in the most crucial uh, junctures of the game. Yeah, I think that's
0: that's Jerry really Judy. impressive. Think that guy can you can uh, get Jerry Judy open? I think
1: Jerry Judy is going to become a top flight wide receiver with like, the right coach.
0: I think Cooper Cup is probably an amazing route runner. And I've heard Aki Talib yes. talk about him. I think Jerry Judy is probably on par with that. And I think the fact that we had a shit, a shit offensive coordinator, uh, that's where it really showed in terms of one, the bad QB retreads, and mm-hmm. also like what's our off why how are you not scheming better uh plays for all of these these skill players so i think you're totally right and uh that's exactly what i tweeted earlier today it's it's not that they're just head coaches it's their head coaches and they're calling plays and andy reed i know eric b calls plays but it's like everything is filtered through andy reed uh and he's worked with b long enough where he trusts him the question becomes like And you brought up the point, I think it was last week in the podcast, I think, which I also tweeted out was like, if a guy like Dan Quinn comes in as your head coach and you find a great offensive coordinator and it's working out really, really well, that guy's going to be the next hot head coaching candidate and you have to worry about replacing him. And if you've got Nathaniel Hackett, who's your head coach and he's calling the plays, you can get by. If it's mm-hmm. O'Connell and he's calling the plays, you can get by with bringing in other young guys because th- there's going to be talent there. But if that main guy is the piece. That's a huge thing you don't have to replace every year Uh, when everybody wants to poach your freaking coaches like the Rams, the 49ers, the pack. Like all these teams are going to have to deal with moving forward. the bills right now. It's it's like the. The worst part about having a good team that's really well coached is all of those guys are going to be going away. Yeah. You become an
1: offensive coordinator factory. Yeah. Which is Um, okay. If the system is permanent with the right head coach. Yeah, Exactly. You You want the system. Yeah. If you, if you have a hot offensive coordinator and, and a defensive minded head coach, you become the 2016 Atlanta Falcons. Where yeah, you have good players. Your offense is gonna be good going forward, but you're not gonna like consistently be top five. No. Which is the goal.
0: Yeah. It's and I think you that was my orders. Like I want Hackett, I want O'Connell, and then I want Quinn. I'll be off, I'll, I'll be fine with any of them. Obviously, a lot of teams think very highly of Dan. Before I get in that, uh DraftKings Sportsbook coming right at your face. <laughs> Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs. You know those teams. We just talked about them, mostly. Uh, and if you want to bet on them this championship weekend, do it through DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And right now, because they got Super Bowl 56, Six, are giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. And if you're not a new customer, guess what? You can experience the conference championship with same game parlays. Just hope Joe Burrow doesn't throw two yards short of you needing350 dollars in your or uh, you needing 350 yards in your parlay. Which happened to me this weekend? Uh, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNBR, DNVR. That is code DNBR. You just got to put it in one time. And get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL game. Bet, or any NFL team, bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code DNBR for 56 to 1 odds. DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 or older. Colorado, only new customers, only restrictions apply. See, DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call one 800 Ha. Okay. So, I think you and I, we, we both talked up Dan Quinn. All right we think he's yeah. probably a good option for head coach. he's a, he's a stabilizing force. He's yes. a good leader. Uh, what I he's
1: competent you
0: you're competent? Uh, what I have learned is I'm just I'm swayed by whatever is the most recent piece of information I consume yes. about the coach.
1: A hundred percent.
0: So I hear the interview with Dan Quinn. I hear Micah Parsons hype him up not once but twice and I'm like, oh dudes love playing for that guy. They like genuinely love playing for that guy. And I don't know if guys liked playing for Vic like really love playing for Vic Fangio. I don't know if they love playing for Vance Joseph, but I think they'll like playing for Dan Quinn. And then I hear Aaron Rodgers talk about Nathaniel Hackett. I'm like, oh my God, that's the guy that I want. I want the guy that Aaron Rodgers is high on. And then I hear a local beat reporter from Los Angeles talk about Kevin O'Connell. I'm like, no, no, no. He's young. He's got the bright mind. He develops quarterbacks over there. That's yes. the guy I want. <laughs> and so, you hear
1: you hear Stafford echoing the same thing too. Yeah, Stafford, incredibly high on uh, O'Connell. On O'Connell, you ne- you never heard, you never heard those quotes about Adam GaSe, did you?
0: No. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess Peyton Manning secretly vouched for him,
1: but Peyton Manning was on a mission to aid the broncos by
0: destroying other afc teams yeah i mean i don't think peyton manning could actually tell you if he had a good offensive coordinator because he was the yeah coordinator
1: no you're yeah you're exactly right yeah that guy was pretty good because i'm fucking peyton manning you that guy was uh good he just left me alone (laughs) yeah adam Gase was great at bringing me coffee
0: while i designed the entire playbook Oh, um, so again, my point is, we don't know. Like, there's all these people on Twitter who are pretending like they have a huge preference about these guys. Yeah. they Like, n- none of them have relationships with people who have relationships with these guys. None of them have direct lat- relationships with these coaches. They're just pulling bits of information like we are. We're guessing. All right. Now, you can you can look at what Hackett did historically. You can say, like we've said, got the best out of Rodgers there. Um, Did wonders with Blake Bortles for a year. You know, that shows maybe he can develop a quarterback. Uh, Maybe that's why we like him. Maybe Aaron Rodgers links to the Broncos because of him. We don't know. Um, We're we're trying to connect dots as best we can. Yeah,
1: It's like a lot of straw grasping.
0: Yeah. And like when I listen to the only guy I haven't heard talk is Kevin O'Connell. But like when I listen to Dan Quinn, I like him. When I listen to Hackett, I like him. When I listened to Vic Fangio and Vance Joseph, I'm like, ah, they're just they're guys yeah. like I'm going to trust that the hiring process is going right. I didn't like the Gary Kubiak hiring at the time. I was like, man, this feels desperate. We're just bringing back old Broncos coaches. <laughs> But that was the one that fucking worked out. Kubiak and Wade Phillips turned out to be a genius move by L.A. um, Because Kubiak had the balls to bench Peyton Manning. (laughs) So, like, we don't know. I didn't like that one. I liked Vic Fangio enough because I'm like, hey, maybe the defensive angle is correct. But what you said earlier is you got to swing for a QB. And I want one of the two coaches who I think will work on developing a young QB. If yeah. that's the way they go, or they're going to get the best out of the homerun QB we, we we swing for and bring. So if it's Rodgers, obviously, obviously Hackett makes a ton of sense and maybe you even get Getzy. But if it's O'Connell and you got Russell Wilson, I like the creative dynamic there. I like a guy making it work with Stafford who is really talented. Can just never get over the hump in Detroit. Russell Wilson, who's been great in Seattle, but they're like, oh my God, Russell Wilson late in the season. He's not very good anymore. Can't really win in the postseason. Like, let that fresh fresh relationship do something. I don't know. Seems like it's probably a genius move.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, who knows? Like, we could we could release this podcast and the Broncos could be finalizing a deal with Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. right when this thing goes down uh Dan Quinn is also interviewing with the New York Giants before he does his second interview with the Broncos uh, yeah. I think it was the Giants who also wanted requested an interview with O'Connell I know he is interviewing with the Vikings as well so I think a lot of this too it, it could come down to timing and it could come down to you know maybe quinn wants to go somewhere else too maybe he'd rather coach yep. in new york where you know you're not you're not scheming up how to stop patrick mahomes justin herbert Derek carr six times a year you're trying to figure out Dak prescott taylor heineke and jalen hurts which is a uh We'll we'll call it, that the uh, poor man AFC west <laughs> yeah yeah uh, no, i mean things could obviously change there too but um you know we gotta understand too that these guys have you know have desires of their own here i do hope right. it is one of the two offensive coaches the the o'connell thing is weird because you can't finalize things with him now
0: yeah, because they, his team's and, still
1: in the playoffs.
0: And even like his second interview is probably like a Zoom, a Zoom interview, a virtual right. interview. So that's a little odd for a second interview. The Giants are gonna interview Brian Dable for a second time, and I think Quinn interviewed with them today. Uh mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. they did not make Quinn an offer. So like Okay. He's still available. So the second interview with him and the Broncos should be good to go. Yeah, I was just double checking on Twitter.
1: And Quinn is also interviewing with who else?
0: Uh, He interviewed in Jacksonville. Both Hackett and Quinn interviewed in Jacksonville. I think Quinn turned down the Jags. I'm sure everybody did. Well, come back to me when a real team doesn't give me a job. (laughs) Let's let's see which all the other teams, which of the you know the Viking, the Vikings need a coach. The Bears need a coach. The freaking Saints might be in the coaching. The Saints might need
1: a coach, which then opens up a whole monkey wrench with what happens with Sean Payton. Yeah. Like, where does he go? like What if, you know, what if, like, Sean Payton goes to resigned tennis. from the Saints
0: today? Yeah. Because apparently yeah. he's undecided about whether he wants to come back or not. I understand. Yeah. I get that because they're, like,
1: $150 billion over the cap right now and have been yeah. for, like, the last five seasons.
0: It, but <laughs> is part of that, like, his own mess? Like, I, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, it's like... Uh it Was feels like
1: you have a Madden franchise moment? and you just like you trade for everybody or no you like trade for seven first round picks you hit on all of them and then four years later you know it's time to give them all second contracts and you're like oh uh, you know what I think I'm going to start a new franchise I don't like go, this one anymore yeah that's what it feels like to me but he would instantly become Obviously, candidate number one. Although I feel like if he's leaving, he's got a you know, he's got a destination already figured out.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll wait and see with all of Shawnee Payton. Um, if you had, if you were making the decision, Nathaniel yeah. Hackett, Kevin O'Connell, down to those two. Let's Ooh. say Dan Quinn took. He takes the Vikings job. Just put them in minnesota sure uh which of those two are you gonna go for and I mean, obviously been... aaron Rodgers. don't know that's uncertainty yeah you got the same info well anything. i mean maybe like that was the other thing i wondered if you're interviewing hackett are you like you think Rodgers will come <laughs> with you yeah you have to ask yeah can you ask that C- can you is that tampering? No, that's a good
1: question. That, that could be tampering, but they don't enforce tampering very well. Yeah, could you be like, any of the are sports? there
0: any fully immunized quarterbacks you think we could get in Denver, draft, yeah, what... <laughs> or free agency?
1: Exactly, exactly. No, there's, there's who ways them to massage it and go around it. Yeah, it's strange because Hackett was kind of our guy from the start but now getting, you know, uh, getting familiar with Kevin O'Connell and feeling like, okay, we got to knock this one out of the park. We can't just hit a single or a double. We got to knock this one out of the park. Kevin O'Connell is now the home run type of hire. Whereas Hackett feels like, you know, you hit it into the middle of the fairway, but you're you're betting on a guy who's 50 years old, doesn't feel like he comes with the same sort of – he has he has a, a good pedigree, but not like outstanding. Whereas Kevin O'Connell, you feel like you could be hitting him at his at, you know at his peak. Yeah, you could be you could be buying low on what turns out to be an incredible investment down the road. Yeah, I I kind
0: of agree. And So now I think what,
1: yeah now I do think as O'Connell. You know what got
0: me hard for O'Connell? Will just was, looking at him, he's a good looking well, guy. Yeah. He's he ain't bad looking. It was Not learning too hard on the eyes. That Brandon Staley tried to bring him to the Chargers. And no. Sean McVay blocked the move. <laughs> he blocked the move. And apparently doesn't do that very often, but blocked the move. So if he's, I don't know if that's a competitive thing. You know they're in the in the same city now, but like if that's a guy Sean McVay didn't want to lose, it's kind of a guy that I want um yeah it speaks volumes sean mcveigh at the time was a risky hire he was young and hot and everybody spoke highly of him but they didn't know if it was going to work out it did did really really well yeah um you know the broncos whiffed on kyle shanahan and maybe kevin o'connell's the the way to make up for it so like yeah
1: no, I think that's, that's with a, Kevin, a good point.
0: O- with O'Connell or Hackett, I would feel so much better about drafting a quarterback too. Like if you can't land mm-hmm. a free agent, because I do think those are still a bit, a bit of pipe dreams, right? <laughs> There's so much speculation. We don't really know if a really good QB will be available, but uh, you know, honestly. Trade me Gardner Minshew, draft uh, your boy, Carson Strong. And if we got a coach who I think is going to work with the quarterbacks, I like the young Kevin O'Connell. I like the guy who's going to bring a little bit of energy to the offense. And I like the guy who might be able to scheme up an offensive game plan to hang with the Chiefs. I would say the Chargers, but for whatever reason, the Broncos are always able to hang with the Chargers. Yeah. Um, and you have this incredible, you know,
1: this incre- incredible talent on defense in Patrick Sertan, too. Yeah. You feel like, you know, if Buffalo had Patrick Sertan last night, they win that game. They, you know, yeah. they had their own kind of uh, version of him in, in Tredavious White, who wasn't on the
0: field, yeah, which. He tore his ACL this year. So,
1: yeah, you put him, you factor him into that game. You know, I'm not sh- I'm not so sure Tyree Hill scores a 64 yard touchdown in the last minute of the game. Yeah. Um, or if they are even at that point. But you feel like Denver has that defensive nucleus to the point where yeah. they do have an upper hand over a lot of the teams in the AFC, and they don't have to necessarily win 38, 35, but you do need to score like 27 <laughs> to win yeah. consistently. Yeah. So you do need to get better, regardless, and you also get the feeling like, all right, Herbert's not going anywhere, Mahomes isn't going anywhere, Josh Allen's not going anywhere, Joe Burrow's not going anywhere. Um, okay, so if we miss on Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, who are you know still priority number one, okay, maybe we can get our guy that's you know not going to go anywhere for fifteen years, yeah. if we hit, and if you don't hit, you try it again next year. It's pretty simple.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just keep
1: fucking trying. I don't understand. <laughs> uh look, yeah, my, it's like- my thing is just keep keep like that la- last night, totally hammered at home. Go after Rodgers. go after Wilson. If those don't work, you draft a guy in the first and you draft a guy in the second. I don't care. <laughs> just keep Me drafting too. guys. The LA or the you know the Los Angeles Angels in the last MLB draft, took all pitchers. They took a pitcher with every single pick. You know, time will tell whether that turns out to be the right strategy, but I I appreciate that they're like, we are not a good pitching team. We are throwing all of our draft resources towards fixing this very problem. And when you have the most important position in sports unresolved, that's probably how you should be treating, uh, fixing that yeah. yep. that dilemma to a lesser extent because you can't just draft all quarterbacks because you're not going to figure out you know which guy's the best because yeah. you can't give reps to all of them. But you
0: should take two. Get two. Well, that'll be the big question. Like, will George Maybe Payton do. do it? He didn't do it can. last offseason. It's the only thing he didn't do well, in my opinion. Uh, but. We'll save that discussion. It for sounds like, you know,
1: it's obviously the, the comeback there is that it sounds like he was instructed to get Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think Fangio told him like, I want Teddy Bridgewater. Get me Teddy Bridgewater. How weird. I don't think it was Peyton's, um, you know, his, his call there. Oh, huh.
0: well, he was probably, and, was and he didn't like, you know, and he didn't like Justin
1: Fields, Mac Jones.
0: Yeah, no, that I get that. Like, I get that. I don't – I didn't understand the Teddy Bridgewater thing. Um, but, you know, maybe it's just like, well, you can have him because I'm going to fire you at the end of the season anyway. So. <laughs> yes. Have whatever you want. Yeah. If you can make it work with Teddy, then you can keep your job, Vic. Yeah. I'll give you Nathan Peterman if you want.
1: <laughs> uh, Benjamin Albright just
0: tweeted,
1: if you're a Broncos fan expecting a hiring tonight or tomorrow – I'd change your
0: expectations. Oh, maybe that means O'Connell's yeah, mean, the guy. Maybe I think it's. It feels like this coaching cycle too. Right now, it seems like every team is willing to wait it out and take their time with each candidate. Usually, should. it's like there's there's one hire that one or two hires that happen super quick, and then there's a team or two you know finishing out the interviews, but that's fine. I hope they interview all three guys a second time and think about it. And it feels like both you and I are leaning towards O'Connell. And if that's the case, we'll be excited about him until, you know, probably week eight of uh, next football season.
1: We have been, uh, we've become victims of recency bias and that's what makes a good podcast.
0: That's keeping things fresh. Freaking Tom Brady in the playoffs. Also McConnell, uh, O'Connell von miller will be familiar with if yeah. von wants to cut, how kind of like okay so they trade von miller in the middle of the season We're like it feels like the right move you got something for von there was no guarantee he'd come back after this season but he's wrecking teams in the playoffs now one of the best stretches by any edge rusher could the broncos maybe have used that for the rest of the season if you want to criticize i'd say, I'd say so that like watching Von Miller play really well is like shit. We could have had that all season. I was happy for Von to go do a contender because we. I think none of us believed that the Broncos would get to the postseason or far into the postseason. Maybe he comes back and George Payson, Payton looks smart there. But uh, damn, we gave we gave the Rams a really good playmaker. You don't you don't want to do that.
1: Yeah, okay. I, and they they paid a premium price for it. So you yeah. don't feel like it's, uh, you know, you feel like it's, it's more of a fair deal on both sides. It, it looked yeah, like the, the Broncos kind of fleeced them for a second, and now you're like, oh, no, they're right.
0: Yeah, it, it'll depend if that draft capital helps them acquire quarterback, and then it all plays out to plan, but we'll see. Anyway. And he comes back. Whew. And, oh, give it to me all. <laughs> Come on. I will.
1: We've got quite the offseason. Quite the offseason we're looking at.
0: We will be back Wednesday with our picks, and then maybe late in the week with the Broncos coaching hire. And until then, good night. John Elway plays his entire career without an ACL. And good luck, Joe. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? Well, you can experience the conference championships with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, those are legs running, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want, even when you're sleeping, if you can multitask. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code DNBR, DNBR, DNBR for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.